Well, welcome back to episode two, I guess is what it's called, of the Boston Broadside podcast. Uh, our idea with this is to, in the first episode or two, give you an introduction to the newspaper. Uh, for those who have not seen it and want to hear about what's in it, uh, give just a very brief uh, overview Kind of, you get to know us. Maybe we get to know you through the feedback. And we got tremendous feedback for the first episode, even with poor audio quality and me rambling through for probably much longer than was intended. In any case, my name is Lonnie Brennan, and I am the editor and publisher of the Boston Broadside. We, uh, in September, put out our 114th monthly edition. And in the first podcast, um, I, I went through maybe the first 20 pages or so and gave a flavor of some of the articles that were in the paper as well as some of the advertisers. Of course, there's many, many, many that I missed, and uh, I thought I'd spend a few minutes, really, really short, uh, touching upon a little bit more of that edition, and let's talk about what's happened since then, because uh, there's a major invasion going on that we're all aware of um, at the southern border that is now hitting all the states, and uh, Cape Cod in Massachusetts is being hit particularly hard uh, with more than 6,300 families, uh, more than 20,000 people being stuffed into hotels, motels, uh, just absolutely incredible. But then again, we have an out-of-control, crazy, insane, uh, lunatic uh, Massachusetts governor by the name of Mara Holdit Healy. For those of you who don't uh, know where she got that phrase from, um, she lets everybody know uh, that she's gay. That's you know that's her stick. She's uh, she's the lesbian, the first lesbian elected governor, and she she puts that out there every place. But uh, when they were doing this uh, this bill up on Beacon Hill, Beacon Hill is you know where everything takes place, where the House and Senate meet, and where she has her offices, of course, um, in Boston. Uh, they were talking about the bill to allow men to go into women's bathrooms. And, you know, do you really want some guy in with your, with your daughter into the changing room with the YWCA? Well, that's what passed and that's what's being allowed. But her phrase was, well, if you don't, if you don't want to use it, she told woman, uh, she's very anti-woman. Um, she said, then just hold it. So she's uh, adopted the moniker now, has been applied to her as uh, Mara Hold It Healy, and it's stuck for years. Well, in any case, going back to the current, I'll, I'll get into the, the invasion in a moment, but uh, going back to our current edition, one of the best parts of the paper for me as a publisher is that it's not the Lonnie Brennan show. Uh, this podcast might be right now. Oh, and we're going to have other people do the podcast, so you don't have to listen to my voice all the time. And I'll in be interviewing other people in, in the future. Again, tremendous response. People want to do it. So uh, this upcoming month, we're going to try to pour things on a little bit. Right now, we're going a little slow. I tend to move slow on certain things. You know, it's new. Do what we can. Um, is the feedback we get from our writers and uh and the contributors. Look, if you want to have an article in the Boston Globe or the Boston Heralds, two of the big major newspapers here uh, in Massachusetts, they're not going to print your stuff. They're not going to print your name, your byline. They're not going to give you space in the paper. Um, there may be a chance that they'll take a letter that you've sent in and they've edited it down, rewritten it, and you can barely recognize it and they'll print it. And we've actually done that. We've had people who've submitted letters and then submitted the same letter to us. We've printed, here's the original, and here's what they turned it into. Side by sides, you can see the bastardization. As I mumble there, the bastardization. Well, you can tell I write better than. Well, maybe I write a little bit better than I speak. I can't say the word. In any case, they destroy the article. Um, we take it and we correct spelling. If there's a fact that we're there's a typo or something like that. We contact the writer and say, hey, and we work with them. We put it in. That's why we get, you know, 
the common man. Don't get me wrong. We have our syndicated columnists. We have some superstars in the paper and in every edition. But we also have the superstars that are you, the local folks. Uh, I'll let us to the editor. Uh, look, um, you first, Driscoll and Healy. Um, this is from Brendan McFeeders out of Beverly, uh, Massachusetts. And uh, Brenda's letter, um, you know, uh, she's poking fun at the uh, governor and the lieutenant governor who put out a call to arms for everyone with any open rooms in their houses to bring in illegal families. Just open up your arms to illegal families. And what Brenda did is she went through and detailed, you know, everything al- along the way that's involved if you actually were to do that. And she said, uh, Haley and Driscoll, yeah, you first. You live in large houses and mansions, mansions and have many open rooms. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, tick, tick, cue the crickets here. Another one I thought uh, was kind of interesting was from Mitchell Henderson from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I didn't mention the broadside ships to 33 or 40, 34 states right now. Um, we're getting a lot of growth, and um, we have people just everywhere, um, Texas, Florida. Um, it surprises me. We, we actually have people in Hawaii. Um, so this one here from, uh, from Mitchell Henderson was, Mitch Henderson was, thank God I was able to have 14 years without sex confusion. And uh, what he talks about is nature. You know, right now they want to, the Democrats, uh, really sterilize uh, as many men as possible and as many women as possible is what it seems to be with this sex change stuff taking place uh, pre-puberty when people still uh, believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Whoops, sorry, we still believe in Santa Claus. Let's just say the Easter Bunny, okay? And um, so he goes through, you know, thank gosh when he grew up, you didn't have to go through that hassle. But, you know, the pendulum is swung so far right now that if you're not, it's actually, um, if you're not that way, um, if you're a mother that has, you know, three or four kids, if one or two of them is not uh, trying to transition to another gender, then there's something wrong with your family. Isn't that really bizarre how far that pendulum has turned? Um, the other one was, uh, let's see, this is from Russ Payne up in Merrimack, New Hampshire. We have a lot of readers in Merrimack, and uh, we have uh, street distribution, store distribution um, in 22, 23 towns in the lower part of New Hampshire. We're trying to expand it and, and subscribers every place. Uh, up above uh, North Conway, actually. Um, his is Boy Toy Filth at the Dover, New Hampshire Library. And he details out what these drag queen clown shows are, where they have uh, guys dressed as clowns, um, you know, just over the top, uh, not the, the kind of ma- the outfits any woman would really ever wear, any real woman. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's it's... Heavy makeup, looking like clowns, actually, but uh, in drag, they call it. And uh, he describes some of what the uh, the teachers, the librarians uh, are presenting for young children to read. And it's, uh, as I say, I'll leave it there, the title, Boy to It Filth. Um, Jonathan Ring, out of uh, Rockport, Mass. We had to edit his for Lent. He sent in a really long thing. I know Jonathan, um, but he, he submitted to us um, and actually an article, a letter that he had sent to his local uh, Gloucester Daily Times. They wouldn't print it. We did. Um, and again, that was uh, that it's time to oppose officials who promote the kitty grooming uh, that's been going on. Um, I may have mentioned Amanda Orlando, who's our, my state committee woman up here in the 1st, Essex, and Middlesex District, uh, is endorsing Jeff Yole. Uh, Jeff's a long time, and I think I mentioned this in the first podcast. 
he's been the long time uh, North Reading uh, Republican. I'm sorry, yeah, North Reading Republican Town Committee man, uh, chairman, and uh, good guy. He's running, uh, and in the November edition, I think we're going to be featuring some stuff on Jeff and several others. Um, some of the advertisers we have here are spectacular, including Hilltop Canine out of Franklin, Mass., Friar Arms uh, down in Swansea, Mass. Um, we get all over the place. Uh, Real Estate Appraisal uh, by Ber Bernie Giroux, um down in South Dartmouth. Uh, we have a new one here, uh, Firearms Training. Uh, this is the Seacoast Firearms Training, and you can get to them at seacoastfirearmstraining.com. And if you're up on the North Shore, that's the place, that's one of the places to go to get uh, properly trained. Uh, in firearms and also uh, other safety classes and I think I always mention the gun runner um, that's the veteran and woman owned um, gun shop down in Middleborough and uh, husband and wife team and they are the only ones that stayed open during the draconian shutdown imposed by former governor um, Charlie Baker who was just I don't know, so anti-gun and so crazy. During COVID, they shut down everything. And uh, they were like, no, you're not taking away the Second Amendment for people, you know. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned the first podcast, but one of the things we love to do, and they do a much better job than I do, is we have Talk of the Town. And Talk of the Town is what's been heard on talk radio. And there are a number of different radio programs out there, talk radio, conservative talk radio. And we have uh, excerpts that we print uh, that are compiled exclusively for print in the Boston Broadside. And uh, in the September edition, we featured Gary S. Goldman. He does a Saturday morning show at WCRN out of Worcester from 7 to 9 a.m. And what's great about Gary is he brings in a lot of celebrities, uh, Grover Norquist uh, and others, uh, people who can be controversial um, uh, with some folks and not with others, and he grills them. He, he really has a good a good exchange. It's a very different, he calls it uh, uh, business, politics, and lifestyles, and it's a very different show in that it, um, uh, it's cerebral, I guess is what the term is. It's, it's going to get you thinking and, uh, and people sharing their thoughts. Ed Lambert is on Mornings Down at Cape on WXTK. 95.1, and uh, the title on his was Confusing Genders, K to 12, and uh, I should actually probably do just an audio book, or have people do an audio book of some of the uh, some of the articles and excerpts here. We'll make a note of that. Um, Ed's been the longtime host down there, and he's beloved by everyone. Actually, uh, the he, they had a uh, listener appreciation day for WXTK uh, listeners today. Uh, and this is September 30th, 2023, Saturday. And it was bombed, packed. Uh, for several hours, Ed was surrounded by friends. I just absolutely zoomed. We're going to put some pictures into uh, an upcoming edition. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer, the Cooner Report, cleaning up the liberal bull. Uh, adoption in Massachusetts, Christians need not apply. Hey, look, this is a real short one, so let me read it to you. And now it is the official policy of the government of Massachusetts. If you're a religious couple, Christian, Catholic, whatever religious face, and you oppose transgenderism or the radical gay mafia, you are no longer allowed to adopt or have foster children. It's not just Catholics. All religious households now are being discriminated against by Mara Healy, that's our governor, and her radical regime. Um, many articles about it and uh, lawsuits going on. If you're 
I hate to say this, but there's no other way to say it. But if you're a white heterosexual couple of a Christian nature, um, the lesbian in chief is going to do everything she can, it appears, for administration to uh, make sure that if there are kids available for adoption out of DCF or whatever, it appears as though um, from uh, these various lawsuits and stuff and also from anecdotal um, over over some time now, um, if you're a gay couple, you're going to get the kids. You're going to move to the front of the line. Uh, you're going to be discriminated against if you're a Christian. Um, what a thing. Jim Polito, he's a Monday, Friday, an early morning guy from 5 to 9 a.m., so you might want to catch an hour or two of him also. And uh, his is uh, No Sense of Reality. And uh, he... Uh, <coughs> <let> me, uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, here, let me just read you the first line from a letter to the editor. He's talking about uh, uh, the, uh, well, let me start from the beginning. I'll read the whole thing. The opinion page from the Daily Hampshire Gazette. Now, that covers, like, Northampton, Amherst, all that, you know, Cambridge Light or Cambridge West. That means, for those who don't know, the ultra-liberal extremist uh, areas of the state. And he just sent me a sample from it. I mean, it's amazing. Here, let me, this again, this is Jim Polito speaking. Here, let me just read you the first line from a letter to the editor. Quote, I like Joe Biden as president. He is politically savvy, intelligent, and wise. He understands his job and does not let his ego interfere with his goals. End quote. Then Jim continues with, that's just the first line in the letter to the editor. You hear somebody actually put that in writing? See, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. You don't realize how many crazy people there are out there. And I don't mean to belittle those who may have issues with mental issues. But I'm saying, but I'm just saying, who have no concept of reality, and there's large groups of them. Uh, I think it's been estimated, uh, one person, uh, I, I think, mentioned it best, that probably 50% of the population has uh, mental disorders of some kind. Uh, those are the people who vote Democrat, by the way. Uh, again, we're talking to the Democrats of today. We're not talking to the Kennedy Party of the past uh, here in Massachusetts. The conversation with Stephen and Grace takes place on Saturday mornings from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. It's uh, termed the fastest two hours on radio, and uh, they do a lot of calls. Each of them will also do a monologue, and that's a typical thing that, um, that some radio hosts will do uh, to either open their show or in the middle of their show. They'll give their opinion, and then they'll fill, and like, the conversation's one that's wonderful that has a lot of callers come in, so you hear different opinions, and some you may agree with, some you may not agree with. Boy, I'm bombing on here, but uh, I'll go on to them in a little bit. Um, you know, Grace is against these machines that are not transparent, your voting machines, and, um, well, there's, there's a lot to it. Um, you uh, will be able to read in the October edition uh, and see a lot of photos from the Second Amendment Assembly, which we uh, had uh, promoted on the back page of our September edition. will be in the October edition. And um, I went there and... I was just re-engaged and re-enthused listening to Hal Shirtliff from Camp Constitution and Jim Wallace from Gun Owners Action League. I, I had only seen Mike Harris from Gun Owners Action League in various videos online or whatever, but I've never met him before. Bob Hiss, the Milton Town moderator, what a solid guy. we got to get him on some podcasts. Uh, he also moderated that event. Uh, Carrie Ann O'Claire from DC Project Gun Owners and uh, Armed Woman America. I think uh, Tom, to Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks has gotten his name out there a bit. Uh, that's an understatement. Uh, he's everywhere doing everything, and he's actually running for office down there in the Cape to try to bring some sanity to the Barnstable uh, uh, 
politics. And uh, we wish him the best of luck on that, too. Uh, Charles Cook from Riding Shotgun with Jolly. And perhaps one of my favorites also, although it's hard to, to really pick favorites here among the speakers at that event, was Lynn Roberts from Second Amendment Sisters. And uh, we have a photo of her holding up a sign, and she's just fire and brimstone, and uh, she's done a lot, and she runs seminars to um, empower women uh, to get various, you know, various things, either uh, either guns or pepper spray or etc. But um, to be comfortable, what it is to, to what it is to be able to defend yourself or to you know have fun with the uh, the game of shooting. Uh, on that back page, of course, rather be rather be shooting. Uh, firearm safety instructions. Obtain your Massachusetts license to carry, and uh, that's Paul Young that does that. And uh, ratherbeshooting.com. And uh, boy, it took me two episodes to go through this paper, and I've probably only touched about half the articles and giving you more commentary than content. And I do apologize for that. Um, keep in mind, there's going to be a lot of gun stuff in here. There's going to be a lot of religious stuff in here. There's going to be everything in this paper that people tend to, they say, well, you shouldn't really talk about that. Well, why not? Look, we're human beings and there's a lot of evil out there in the world. And one of the ways of dispelling evil is to shine light upon it. And and also shine a light of exchange of information and ideas on various topics so people can look at it and they can either set you straight or set me straight or we can realize, hmm, maybe they need an adjustment. Um, but by sharing the information, eh, sometimes you see light bulbs go off. Sometimes you reassess your, 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 your thoughts and say, hmm, maybe I didn't have that 100% right. Um, so that's the paper. Um, I should always end with uh, the Boston Broadside's proud to be an NRA recruiter. Uh, we're big on the First Amendment, of course, being a newspaper. Second Amendment and every amendment. Okay, here's a preview of the October edition. The, the October's our 115th monthly edition. And on the front page, um, this just hit the mail, actually. We operate more like a magazine with this paper um, than a newspaper in that you know a lot go out in the mail, so we have to mail a couple days early. Uh, to try to get it out the first week of October. And uh, we are honored to have Jeff Deal, a uh, former candidate for governor. Wish he made it. Uh, tough state and tough politics here on both sides of the aisle. Um, a feature piece from Massachusetts Governor Mara Healy's illegal invasion. And he rips apart. Everybody keeps saying that there's a right to shelter in the state. And he says, two wrongs don't make a right, quote, to shelter. And uh, he takes a part and says, no one's actually read the law. And the law says they don't have a right to shelter here. And he lays it out in a very simple column. And he says, who has it wrong? Who has it half wrong? And who has it right? Also featured on the front page of this edition, and we hope to have on every edition moving forward, are candidates, uh, good candidates for the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. Why? Because um, the Massachusetts Republican State Committee has been problematic. I think I'll try to leave it at that and it's time to get um, some changes on there there will be some good people that will leave of course uh, either through you know retirements resigning they've done their time um, or they may get kicked off so it's important to, to find good candidates and support those candidates we have gabriel amaral and kayla churchill on here for uh, first bristol and plymouth senate district um, you may Recall, if you get the paper, we uh, started this in May. Yes, it was May that we had Lynn Santangelo uh, from Weymouth running for the Mass State Committee, uh, Mass Republican State Committee, on the front page of the paper. Um, I believe, oh, let me just look through a little bit of piles here. And um, 
we've had we've had Kathy Lynch on the front page. Um, she's running for re-election, uh, first Middlesex district. A little tough there. They re, they've redone the district. Um, so it's going to be a, a kind of almost a new uh, district to be running for. And, of course, we've had feature pieces in here for um, retired U.S. Captain Bruce Chester, uh, who announced his campaign for Mass State Senate. He's got a... Um, uh, special election is what it is, and he's he's got an election coming up in October, a primary, and we wish him the best of luck. And uh, of course, uh, Amanda Orlando endorsing Ashley Sul- Sullivan out of uh, the first Essex Middlesex. That's a Gloucester area, but if you know mass politics and districts, the Senate district is really bizarre. I mean, that one there goes from Gloucester to Georgetown down to Wilmington area. Um, over to North Reading. It, it covers a large territory. And uh, she's been beleaguered with uh, some psychos up there in, in Gloucester. I'll leave it at that for now. I think I put enough online. Um, but it, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging. So that was episode two of uh, the Boston Broadside. I think that should end our intros. Uh, you get a little bit of a sense that this is not um, your average liberal newspaper. No, this is a... Uh, a conservative paper hitting hard topics that people have discussions about. Um, this is the paper that also, you know, prints in it the, uh, the the Ten Commandments. So at least every few months we try putting it in there. We don't find that in print anymore. We ask people to clip it out and share it. So um, I'll sign off, and you can check us out between issues. We put a few things up online uh, at bostonbroadside.com. You can always call us at 978-352-6800. Again, that's 978-352-6800. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Uh, We'll launch number three next week. Thank you much.